Hello and welcome to the Right House Group Podcast, where we focus on everything related to real estate in North Texas. We aim to answer some of the most common questions that we're coming across in today's market. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between a company like Brian's Fairway Independent Mortgage Company versus a large bank or an internet lending company. Brian, can you maybe just highlight some of the major differences? Yeah. So I think the biggest difference when it comes to a mortgage company is how they're based, meaning are they a transaction-based company? Are they a relationship-based mortgage company? And there's a big difference in the two. What I mean by that is if you're a consumer listening, a lot of big banks and internet lenders you know, get their clients or their leads from uh, their existing depository clients, LowerMyBills.com lending tree. So it feels more like a transaction than it does a relationship. Um, and why that matters is, you know, relationship-based mortgage institutions like Fairway have a different style of loan officer, processor, originator, underwriter, because their relationship-based transactions are so much more sensitive that they have to structure the loan from start to finish a little different. So, you know, it's not as much about the company as it is about if the mortgage co- company's transaction-based versus relationship. You know, Fairway by nature is a large company, but they're not so big that it makes you feel like you're lost in the mix. So it's just, it's important to deal with a lender and a mortgage officer that is relationship based. So they pay attention to the transaction, the people and have a little bit higher of care factor throughout the transaction. So it sounds like you're saying it's more about the experience and it is about the volume of a, a larger bank where they have other interests. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, you know, most transactions, whether it be relationship or internet based, you know, you lean on the realtor because most of it's all about trust. They want you to work with somebody that they trust based on the previous experience and mortgages over 50% of the time don't close on time. Uh, And that's because a lot of the stuff isn't done up front and the right questions aren't answered. And if you're relationship based, you've got to get that out of the way so the experience is good so everybody will come back versus your transaction based and you don't have any partners or any clients and everything comes from internet leads. The quality and the pay attention to on the transaction is much, much less. So this is why being a relationship-based lender, knowing what you're doing, setting proper expectations up front and having a good relationship with the agent will benefit all parties because it's based on trust. I guess I'll let you guys speak to this on the realtor side. Do you agree with what he's saying on when you recommend to clients? what type of a lender you generally steer towards people towards? No, we don't, we don't steer them like, you know, one direction or the other. Um, we do like give them like, you know, as, they're, as they're trying to figure out who they're going to use to get do a loan with, we give them recommendations. Like people that we work with before we know that we, you know, lenders that we know who close deals on time, we refer those, those out to our clients. Now once a client, if I'm dealing with a situation where I've got multiple offers and they're both getting loans. One of them is with someone who's known and the other one's with like one of those big box banks. My advice to my seller is to go with the one that's known. And I say that mainly because a lot of the big box banks um, don't care about dates and contracts. When it comes to crunch time, you need to know why, why are we not closing on time tomorrow? Number one, you can't reach them. And number two, they don't care. If it's like closes next week or two weeks down the road, they really just don't care. And when you're the seller who is trying to get this deal closed so you can move on to your next deal, you get frustrated. If you have multiple offers and you have a backup contract, 
the person in the primary position could lose out and they go with the the next contract. I always, you know, I recommend that they go with someone who is known, someone who's known to you know get things done on time. And that's just not the big big mock base. Yeah. So let me add let me add two key components of that just so people get clarity. So the first reason to Donald's point why a big box bank or internet lender would not pay attention to contract dates and not care is because they don't have a relationship with the realtor. They've got no skin in the game. There's no partnership. So why would they care if they burned a bridge or things were late? They never have to talk with them again. Their care factor is low. That's one of the biggest components. You know, the other component as a realtor, people forget one of the biggest jobs that a realtor has during a transaction is to act as a risk manager and keep risk down. And the way they keep risk down is by going with people that are trusted, that they have a great relationship with, that they have a good experience with so they can advise the client the same way they would refer to a doctor. You would refer to that person because of experience X, Y, and Z. And so uh, a lot of, you know, people that are buying and selling houses don't understand all the variables that are tied to a home loan, but the realtor does. And so they're looking out in your best interest to make sure that things are done timely, contract dates are met, because if not, there's a lot of risk. It can cause some problems and becoming a risk manager and keeping it down is a component of it and getting with that a good lender partner where they have experience, they can keep it minimal. I guess you guys I, both kind of touched on it, but what are, what are the exact implications if you're buying of missing a date rather than losing first position? Could you potentially lose your uh, money in escrow? Or is it just a hassle if the big bank or your lender misses a deadline? Well, it, it, it can be more than just a hassle because you're typically dealing with um, a domino effect. Like you know, people are trying to sell one property so they can buy the next one. And so when there's a delay on this property, then whatever they're buying, that's delayed. And then the person that's buying that house, that's delayed. So it's just, it just creates a domino effect. And it's just a situation that most people just don't want to, to be in. And it's why I always recommend to you know, our clients, is like, you know, make sure you talk to multiple lenders and just understand just what their process is. Like, you know, and what is it, how timely are they? Like, how often are the deals closing on time? And also like, you know, when it gets into crunch time, the biggest issue with some of the big box banks is besides the deal not closing on time, it's like you can't reach them when you need answers. That's all we have for today. If you have a question you would like us to discuss next time, please email us at info at righthousegroup.com. Today I've been chatting with Donald Wright of the Wright House Group of Compass Real Estate and Brian McCauley. For all your mortgage needs or to connect with Brian, please visit dallasmortgagenews.com. You can connect with Donald at info at righthousegroup.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew for Brian and Donald saying thank you for stopping by. <laughs>